Welcome to Living Off the Land, the All Things Cleveland podcast, with your hosts, Ryan, Jordan, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. So, uh, Browns LOTL postgame show. Did we win or did we lose today? It I was a 13-10 win. Was it a win? Yes. Are you sure? Yes, I'm absolutely sure. Are you positive? Why are you asking me these questions? Because it feels like we lost. Oh. It does. A win is a win is a win, but what a buzzkill. <coughs> I mean... I- so, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna gloat here for a second. Hi, everyone. I'm Dan here with Stephen Ryan. <laughs> yeah. By the way, uh, the hey. post game show is whole again. <laughs> what is up? Oh my goodness. We uh, I didn't get many right in the in the early window on Pickham, but I did get this one right. How on earth anybody who's watched the Browns in Vegas this year could say, you know what, 13 points. That's enough. I'm that offend- should do it. I'm offended by that. You should be, especially with all the close you, games you, the Lions have played this year, and just. You know, not come out with victory. So he, here's the reason why I picked the Browns uh, pl- uh, minus 13. The Browns, uh, it's symptomatic of the defense, too. When we play bad teams, we we usually uh, win by double digits. When we play good good teams, we usually just lose. Or in the case of yesterday, just get blown off the field. So the Lions are the worst team that we ever could have played this year. So I thought... God, silly me, right? Uh-huh. That we would actually show up and, you know, win a game uh, handily. I, I, I tell you what, I wasn't I, – I can't take too much credit because my, my reason for picking – I took Detroit with the 13 points, not really because of the offense because I didn't think the defense would do their job. And, frankly, the defense played better today than we've seen them in a while. Now, granted, they were playing against – excuse me, one of the worst teams in the league – and they were substantially helped out by penalties, although we committed plenty of our own. We'll get into that, I'm sure, at some point. Um, but the offense, man, it was just – it's like we were stuck in quicksand going backwards and penalties and, again, more weird play calling. Um, it's just – I don't know. I, I, I just – I can't imagine a situation where we're going to be double-digit winner the rest of the season. I really don't think that we're – if we win games, it's going to be like today, fighting tooth and nail. I don't see us having any comfortable wins the rest of the way. Well, given the given our remaining schedule, I, We've I got a to tough. we got a tough schedule to run anyways. But even if we ended up playing like some, some scrubs like Jacksonville or something like that, I still don't think – Which we'll, we're, we're going to get into it, yeah. by the way. But the fact that we played this team today and the rest of our schedule the rest of the way – uh, the fact that number six was out there playing quarterback today, uh, I wanted to reach through the television, grab our head coach by the throat, and punch him in the face. I don't get it. We have the like the third highest paid backup quarterback in the league. If he's if that's not the reason you have a guy, it for, yeah. Like if if this is this is the situation you have that guy for. Yeah, it's it's not even that. Baker's not healthy enough to play right now. He just he's just not. 
There's no reason he should have been on the field. And his play showed You jeopardized him. And and quite frankly, with the way he was limping around the field, I don't know if he's going to play in Baltimore next Sunday night. I don't know. And you jeopardized him with the two most important games of the entire season coming up. You jeopardized him by playing him against the freaking Lions. Now, yes, he didn't play. He didn't play well. In fact, he played. To me, he played one of his worst games he's ever played. But I'm putting that on the injuries because he can't. He can't play. And and all of this. All of this talk about. Oh, if he's in there, you got to expect him to play well. Bless you. Bless you. I'm sorry. The coach has to have enough stones to go to his quarterback and say, "You're not healthy enough. You're not playing." Well, coaches- all this stuff about. About Baker, uh, you know, he's hurting the team because he's staying in there. What guy is going to uh what guy is going to say, No, I can't go? Yeah. You don't that, let the players make those decisions. No, coach, you're head coach for a reason. Coaches Lamar and training Jackson. staffs have huh? to Lamar Jackson. What? Wow, that's be- well, that's Lamar Jackson <laughs> Lamar Jackson has the worst immune system I've ever seen in my life. Right. It's just coaches and training staffs, one of their many jobs is to protect players from themselves. It's it it, it is it is ethically your responsibility to help a guy because you're right. Most guys, there's only a very small handful of guys who don't want to play through injuries. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like most guys in the league, especially when, are either like a bubble bubble player yeah. as it is, and they don't want to risk ha- losing their spot. And beyond that, they just want to go out there and battle with their brothers. Especially when you're fighting when you're a player who's fighting for a contract. I mean, you're not going to want to come out. Oh. But now what? Now whether now, whether your play is, in fact, driving down your ultimate price, which is a weird positive side effect for the Browns, the fact that Baker Mayfield's taking him out of uh, top dollar at the quarterback position. Um, I, I'm sorry. That's 150% squarely on the shoulders of the coach. Yeah. The coach, like, is he not watching Baker Mayfield out there? Baker can barely walk. He has a torn labrum. He has a broken whatever the hell they call it uh, on his arm. Uh, he has a, a busted up knee and a bruised heel. Why is he playing against the 0-8-1 Detroit Lions? Why? Because the optics, if the Browns lose this game, are real bad. That's in my mind because I've been posing the same question to myself like all day, and it really comes down to that. They were so afraid of losing this game that they felt compelled to play him. Because well, if why, we lose well, this game – well, then why is Case Keenum taking up $6 million on your salary cap? That's another great question. Why is he on the roster? If you don't if you don't think Case Keenum – Case Keenum's already come in and won a game against a markedly better team, the Denver Broncos, than the Detroit Lions. Why the hell is he not playing? Exactly. I don't know. That And that's not an indictment on Baker at all. He's, no. too, in, he's too injured to play. He has too many injuries. He can't set his feet because of the bruised heel. He can't get out of the pocket because of his knee. And because of the torn labrum, he's sailing a lot of passes. Everything, yeah. It, it, he threw one of the worst interceptions I've ever seen today. Oh god! Oh, was... the first one where Landry. <laughs> there wasn't anybody within even within five yards. There of wasn't him. five, fifteen. Landry was so open. And Landry's playing hurt too. If you see that ball sail over your head, I mean, if I'm Landry, I'm just like, oh, business decision time. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> Sorry, Bake. That's uh, a pick. <laughs> uh, God, I didn't want to bring that up until later in the show. But uh, 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 hello, uh, John Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. That guy is stealing money from us right now. Yeah, I'm. I'm a little bit disappointed. I was really hyped by the pickup of him. Stealing money. That touchdown run by DeAndre Swift. He shouldn't get past the line of scrimmage. I know. But John Johnson saw him running towards him. He's like, ah, 
I don't want to. It's cold outside. I don't really want to tackle him. Mm-hmm. And he ran for a sixty-yard touchdown. I literally took one bathroom break during the game, and it was, and it was, <laughs> it was during that? that touchdown run. I come back and the and the uh, lines are kicking an extra point. I was like, wait a minute, they're on their they were just on their own side of the field. They haven't done anything all day. What the hell just happened? Yeah. <laughs> business decisions were made. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of business decisions, I'm gonna lose my absolute marbles. YouTube TV, you can suck my <laughs> Nicholas Chubb because. It froze on me every five to seven minutes. I I was going bananas. I saw that too. I had to shut off my TV and restart the whole thing about 40 times during the game today. On top of an infuriating game, I was losing my ever-loving mind. (laughs) So YouTube TV, get it together. Because I'm about to make some business decisions. (laughs) You guys suck. (laughs) Oh, Uh, God. (laughs) Not not to mention the uh, the broadcast team today. Oh, my God. God, Lavar Arrington. I know you like Gus Johnson. I'm not even going at Gus Johnson, even though I don't like him. Lavar Arrington can never call another football game ever. Yeah, that, I, it's that, that was it's bad. it's an hour uh, it's an hour and a half after the game, and he's still saying this is the biggest play of the game. I loved all the all the Joel Batono Batono oh, Joel, Joel Batino Batino Batonio's like- name was just hilarious. He he failed on it twice or like three times. And I he guess got, he, I guess it's his first game announcing, so like, whatever. But but you man. do that somewhere in the minors. You first, know what I mean? Do that in like first a college game or do that in like a high school game. First or, impressions leave lasting impressions, and that was rough. I'm not going <laughs> to pretend. Gus Johnson goes from Joel Klatt on College Football Saturday, who is objectively incredible yes. as an announcer, yes, he is. to Lavar Arrington. Oh my God, that's bad. Oh, you know he called he called yaks yards after catch at one point. Leaky yardage. Yeah, leaky yardage. <laughs> I was saying that. What the hell is that? I mean, I get it, but it's just like. It's just so weird. Stop trying to reinvent the wheel. Yeah, it's your first game. Just get through it. Yeah. Say say all the cliches. Let, let Gus be the... Gus. You just pepper yeah. in a couple well, thoughts that, every once in a while. That's exactly. Well, that's another thing. Gus Johnson's the most over the top announcer in the world. I don't I don't hate him, today's but he, I think he's was, a little overrated. Today's game was Miles Garrett <laughs> makes a tackle for a two yard gain. Today's game was sufficiently boring where Gus didn't even have moments to really yeah true. Over the top. I I Very like true. Gus better with college games. Like his his energy feels like it fits right. More it's youthful with, exuberance. Yeah. It's, it, I, it fits the college game more than the pros nfl i need i need professional you know we did the uh a few weeks ago we did uh our top five draft with sports announcers and i jim nance is number one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that guy whatever it, if if you want to know how to be a sports announcer study jim nance that's all yeah. i'll say yep i'm with you but my <sighs> goodness it yeah. feel, feels like a loss we're sitting here we just won 13 to 10 against the Lions. we're six and five if the bears just would have been able to stop Tyler. Fr- I don't even know if I'm getting his first name right. Huntley, the the Ravens' backup quarterback. They just would have been able to. Yeah. St- if they just would have been able to stop him, the Browns would be a half game out of first place right now. That's the one silver lining in this whole thing is that the AFC North is so clustered up right now that we're still technically not out of it. Now I don't feel good about our odds given the way we've been playing, but we're still very much in the thick of things, even with Baltimore sneaking out a win. We today. have to win on Sunday. Oh yeah. Division's uh, over if we don't win on Sunday. Yeah, it's the Ravens will go to eight and three. We'll drop to six and five. I'd, six or six and six. Six yeah. and six. Six yeah. and six. Sorry, even worse. We'll be two and a half games out, and yeah. Baltimore will have the for for a week for at least. Tie-breaker. We'll have the early tiebreaker, but then we have the bye week and the and the way that the rest of the AFC is playing. 
I mean, everybody, uh, everything's everything's crazy. Like one week, Buffalo looks like they're in the Super Bowl, and then they just absolutely crap down their pants. And now all of a sudden, the Patriots are surging, big, and now the AFC East is totally flipped upside fan. down. I'm big fan of Buffalo AFC falling. AFC South their face. is starting to do the same thing. The, the Titans laid an egg the today. Titans. That was that was three weeks too late. I thought as yeah. soon as Derrick Henry got hurt, that they would start Meanwhile, doing that. Indiana, you mentioned Buffalo. It was Indianapolis oh that just ran all of that. Jonathan Taylor. Holy the AFC crap. is really just a go home. AFC North or AFC, you're drunk. Like yeah. they are absolutely out of their minds, hammered. Jonathan Taylor, five touchdowns today. Good lord, who had five? Him? Who had him in fantasy this week? I, yeah, whoever did. Not me in that game. And I let me see. Not I may I. have. I may have. I may have played against him in one of my leagues. I have. Uh, I rolled the dice. I played the Browns defense again. <laughs> I keep playing with fire with that Browns defense. I tell you what, we didn't have. We didn't. Well, I mean, what we, we didn't have. Two, it. We had two takeaways, and then we had. Well, I don't even know if we had any sacks today. Yeah, I mean they ended up. They ended oh, up only oh, wait, wait. Okay, I was gonna wait till later to get to this too. You oh. mean we had no sacks today? Yeah. Oh, so Miles Garrett, who was filmed walking into the stadium holding up a two and then saying to the camera, "Oh, I'm gonna get at least two today." Did he play today? He got a couple <laughs> moments. I'm sorry. There's nobody above criticism when you beat the 0 and 8 and 1 Lions 13 to 10. Where the hell was that guy today? Yeah. It's not, not causing disruption in their screen pass game, but I mean, aside from that, yeah, I think what a couple of tackles for loss. I'm but... sorry, I'm not paying that guy twenty five million dollars no, to you. be to be a distraction in the screen game or whatever you just said. Well, I feel that he uh... Did, is he too busy still cleaning up his uh, graveyard in his front yard? Oh gosh, or maybe he's still looking at himself in the mirror in his Halloween costume. I'm sorry, I love Miles Garrett to death. The next time he makes a. Uh, a game-changing play this year will be the first time. Mm. Be who you were paid to be and who you're drafted to be. You know, we defend Baker a lot. He's another one, but at least that guy's got four injuries and he's basically limping his way up and down the field. What's your excuse, Miles? He does get held at an absurd rate. I will give him that. It doesn't excuse all of it. I I do completely understand what you're saying, but... He gets, I, he I gets understand like the that. LeBron Shaq effect. Were with, there any egregious with, with ones calls. today? I don't remember an egregious one today. Usually there's one or two. A there's game usually one or two. Where, I don't where recall it's, today. That's on though. Twitter. You're, you're but, right. I no. mean, come on, man. Speaking of penalties, by the way, how refreshing was it? <laughs> oh, now, don't get me wrong. God. We had our fair share of insane penalties, but how nice was it that we weren't the biggest moron, bunch of morons on the field today? Poor, I mean, I feel for you, Detroit fans, because, again, we're used to seeing it, but, like, they – that was our best offense today. Was yeah. them screwing up? They gave us. I think there was that on that second touchdown drive. I believe the broadcast team said there were three first downs off of penalties on that drive alone. Yes. Yeah. I mean, if it, if it again, and I tweeted this earlier. They were from, they, from they the were account. holding. They were holding and DPIing on every single Everything. pass play in the first yeah. half. Which I don't understand why, given how erratic Baker has been lately. Like, why do you feel compelled to do that? Just and the fact it... that the fact that we have no game breakers at wide receiver, especially today. Yeah, I know none. But if I, I tweeted this from the 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 podcast account, I, I wholeheartedly believe this. If we played this game against anybody else this week, save maybe for the Jets or the Jags, there's probably one or two other teams in the league that we could have played like this against and gotten the win if we played like this against anybody else in the league today it's another big fat loss oh if we play like this next sunday we're gonna lose by 30 points oh easily yeah especially 
Now, the, <sighs> the only hope is if Lamar's somehow still sick. But frankly, I can't imagine. I mean, if he's just like regular old sick, he'll be fine by next week. Because next week, uh, we're not going to be able to masquerade and think that the defense actually played well today, giving up 10 points. Right. The defense did not play well today. No. But it looks like it because we played a bunch right, of – Right, because we played Tim Boyle. Pasty-eating goofballs. Yeah, Tim Boyle. But but the Lions running back had, what, 130, 40 yards today? Yep. We had, like like Steve mentioned, no sacks. We had how many pre-snap penalties on defense again? I don't get that. There were three or four neutral zone infractions today. Yes. We had a, hey, I, you asked what Miles Garrett did today. He jumped he did off that. sides off third and six. You know, usually, usually, you know, you get frustrated with that, but you cancel that out with him getting a sack or two a game. But he couldn't even do that today. Yeah, I don't understand. And here, the the whole the whole thing, you'll say, well, the whole uh, defense of him was, oh, he got really close a lot of times because they were they were getting the ball out really quick. I don't care. Yeah, you walked into the stadium. You knew what their game plan was going to be, and you still looked down at a camera and pointed, put the two fingers up and said, at least two today. What do you think he meant? Like he's going to eat two two cheeseburgers after the game, a post-game snack? No, he's talking about getting two sacks. How many did he get? Goose egg. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Nunzo. I did have a Big Mac today. It was delightful. I haven't done that in a while. <laughs> nice. It was well done. That's <laughs> no, <laughs> really it's well worked. Did you go McRib did not too? Refer to that. No, dude, that's gross. Oh, it's that's terrible. Of all of the garbage you could eat at, at, at McDonald's, look, it's, I'm not defending you know, anything. That's hilarious. But yeah. the worst is the McRib. He's, he's saying he, the worst thing you could eat is a McRib, and he just and he and I just, down a Big Mac. Yeah, I said what I said, and I stand by it. <laughs> at least I know. Like I'm not trying to window dress what a Big Mac is. A Big oh, Mac is gosh, what it is. Yeah. Pretending that a McRib is somehow rib. Like at least it's. At least at McDonald's with like a quarter. I'm straight up and honest about my shame. I'm not oh, hiding yeah. it and masquerading yeah. hey, it as something I'll, else. Hey, I'll take down. I'll take the. I'll take down a Big Mac every I once in a while. I love a Big. I, I would say, but like at least if you go to McDonald's, and you get like a quarter pounder. You can kind of masquerade that as like, hey, that's real beef. Yeah, the Big Mac is like it's just <laughs> nah. Here's your pile of garbage, pig. Yeah. Eat up. Here's your soy byproduct. Yeah, mm, yummy. Yeah. It is all about that Big Mac sauce, though. Yeah, it is. I would say the Big Mac is up there with the cheesy gordita crunch from Taco Bell for the most elite fast food item out there see i'm more of a uh chalupa supreme guy mm, also good can't go but i, love, I will I say i will say the uh that cheesy gordita sauce the, che- the cheesy gordita crunch d- have you ever gotten it with the dorito shell no I oh not. dude it's like a 50 cent upcharge next time you go to uh, taco that. bell do that okay. and be like can right. you can i get the dorito shell instead of the regular okay shell oh, I will, I, yeah that sounds awesome it's magnificent there you go put a couple packs of fire sauce in there or hot or whatever. Hungry all over again. <laughs> oh ah. God, we're we're trying to distract ourselves. Right? Yeah, that's how well today's game went. The we're most talking embarrassing win. Yeah, we won today. Doesn't feel like it. <laughs> we're screaming I mean, I and yelling that at the top of the show. We won. Yeah, today. I still don't believe you. Yeah, I don't really either. But anyway, um, uh, another thing. Um, I, I feel like uh, this is about the fourth or fifth time I've said this this year. But how is Scottish Hammer still our punter? I don't know, man. Oh, he was terrible today. Absolutely, ridiculously yeah. terrible. You can't blame the weather, the wind. You can't blame protection. You can't blame I mean, anything. He's get your ass done. out of the bar. I, that's another thing I tweeted too. I was like, less beer, more practice, my guy. Figure it out. Twenty. He had a twenty-eight yard punt today. First the drive of the game. Yeah. Browns get to about midfield. They stall. Guy barely even gets the punt inside the twenty. <laughs> Ask my brothers. So, <laughs> so we we actually got the ball. It was. Uh, we punted from like our forty six or something. Yeah, forty seven or something like that. Or the opponent's forty six or something like some something whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, what? I'm like, watch them fair catch this at the eighteen. 
What happened? <laughs> Mike Mike laughed so hard. <laughs> it's unbelievable. 28 yards. 28 yards. It's not okay. That guy's nickname is the f- – oh, I almost dropped an F-bomb. The guy's nickname is the Scottish effing hammer. Anthony also had a great one, said we should start calling him the Scottish rubber mallet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. This team, man. You know what's going to happen, too? We're going to get absolutely molly No, 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 no. They're going to play their best game of the year, and they're going to win at Baltimore. They're going to get our hopes up, and then, and then, crap and then we're going to lose at home against the Ravens. Uh, yeah. You know it's coming. It's it's I, it's what this season has been. I think we're going to lose both, and I don't think either are going to be particularly close. I really don't. I don't know. Lamar Jackson still might be pooping his pants by the time next time. I mean, he's done that around. before and still won. Does that guy? That guy's got the the, the worst immune system I've ever seen in my life. Is yeah. he like anemic or something? I have I no mean, idea. I, you know, well, well, I'll say I, I, this. I wonder about that. He's unvaccinated. Uh, I'll tell you that, and he's gotten COVID. Probably he's gotten COVID document documented three times now. He got it twice. I think twice last year, and he got it. Uh, this year too, yeah. you know, you figure that uh, as many times as they get the Q-tip snuck up their, their nose, that that would just be annoying enough to the point where they would just get the vaccine. Yeah, or maybe he but, could just go the Aaron Rodgers route and get him immunized. Yeah, or uh, Antonio Brown and just get a fake card <laughs> oh printed out. Has there ever been a more Antonio Brown thing than that's, that? Yeah, that that's getting busted for a fake that, vax card. That's pretty on brand for him. Uh, what was his thing? No white women, twenty twenty or something. Something like that. <laughs> Every everything was all not good exactly for him. a role model in about any oh, regard. Everything God. was all good for him until Vontez Burfecht just like knocked his head off. That's yeah, true. That one that, night, that, that, you right. just ruined. I mean, literally everything he's done since then has just been ridiculous. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, not not to, not not to joke around about it, but I mean, who knows? I, if I he's think not you're right. Like CTE, right? And all not that stuff. not to make light of CTE at all. You're you're all of his weird behavior tracks. You're right, all the way back to when he got absolutely. Annihilated by Perfect in that when he was still with Pittsburgh and Perfect was with Cincinnati. I gotta say this: uh, there, there is, uh, there's a couple positives uh, that we'll get to. Um, one of the positives I wanted to get to because the guy, the guy's been. Th- this is another guy that's been playing really hurt. Is Jarvis Landry? That guy was a warrior today. Yeah, his touchdown run. The play he made on the first touchdown was awesome. Which yeah. was not supposed. To, which was not a designed run. No, no, that was supposed to be a pass back to Baker Mayfield. Except they snuffed it out and they kept the guy over there, so he couldn't throw it back to Baker. And then he just saw a seam right up the middle, and the hit he took going into the end zone. I mean, if like, I get it. He's he's been injured, and he's been, you know, his best friend had a pretty messy breakup with the team, and he's been sad about it. There's no denying it. He's been moping on the field, and he's playing hurt, just like Baker, just like a lot of guys on the team. A lot of guys on the team are playing hurt. I can't remember a season with more injuries to a team. Yeah. It's, and it's not like it's not it's and with the Browns it's weird. It's not like we don't have a lot of guys on IR that are not going to come back. It's like we keep getting these guys with these 3 to 4 to 6 week injuries like Kareem Hunt. Hopefully he's coming back next week. Mm-hmm. Saw him on the sidelines. He didn't seem to be limping very much. Stefanski said uh this week that he's getting closer and he's progressing. So hopefully he'll be able to play um next Sunday night. But it's just man, it's just with the number of injuries, I assume you're referring to just strictly to football because when you think about it, this Brown season and the season the Indians just had, very similar trajectories. Oh, and the season Teams the Cavs have started, started with? with well, has, is there, yeah, is there, yeah, a, yeah. Is there a city more tortured by injuries, at, at least for this season? Another one, like, the, you know, I mean, 
Yeah, because the Cavs are about well, a quarter of the way through the season right now. And, the Cavs like played they, the Cavs played a game against the Warriors thing. the other night where they were missing uh, four of their normal starters and seven of their like nine rotation players. Yeah. And they were winning going into the fourth, and then, like, <laughs> and then the fourth quarter and then happened. They burst into flames in spectacular oh. fashion. But for three quarters of that game with a bunch of backups, they looked pretty nice. I'll say this: if and this isn't, a, I don't know how we're getting on the Cavs, but if nice. this is a cat, this isn't a Cavs show. But if the Cavs some somehow get back healthy and they stay healthy from now forward, now obviously we lost Colin Sexton for the rest of the year. That sucks. This Cavs team's a playoff team. Oh yeah, this Cavs team is a. Uh, play like that that stupid play-in thing that they do now in the NBA. Yeah. Like this team could get to the tenth seed in the East if they come back. The way that they were playing, oh yeah, before these guys, they they finally have like some sort of like you know depth. The only problem is, is I don't care how much depth you have. If you lose your, if you lose four or five starters and six out of your top eight in your rotation, you're gonna I, have there's, a bad nothing, time. there's nothing. There's no, nothing you can do. No. But no, nobody's prepared for that. To get back to the Browns and like your point against the with the uh, <clears throat> Guardians uh, being uh, so injured. By the way, <laughs> I know this is a Browns post game show, but was there was there anything more Indian slash Guardians than them opening the team shop, putting up the sign, and then it falling off the stadium and shattering <laughs> into a million pieces? Sounds about right. And I still maintain that that stupid wing G baseball sandwich is one of the worst logos. It's in the, sports. it's the, it's the worst. It, no, I think not it, one of it is the worst. I, I personally think it's one of you're right, it, or I personally think it is the worst. But we would have to do some research. But off the top of my head, I can't name one worse. I'm with you, and I and then there's some people out there with the audacity to say that they like it, and I I just I, I they're all, just all, being, they're just being contrarians. They I don't need, actually like no, it. No, I need you to start being honest with yourself. The only reason I'm in that camp is because it's not a C. Well, they do have the C. I still have, they have the C. I right, like I like, like the C. I, the, the block C is a thousand times better than that baseball sandwich garbage. The flying baseball is the worst logo in history. What's yeah. good about it? No, oh, it's not the C. That, saying it, it's say, n- saying it's one positive quality is that it's not the C, is not redeeming enough to make it worthwhile. They need to ch- like, oh, God. yeah. Well, they're not now because they've released merchandise, but. <sighs> Are they stu- is, is baseball like football in that like three years is like how long you have to have stuff before you can change? I don't know if they do that with logos. I know they do like in the NFL. You have we, to keep a uniform for five th- years. This is worse than when the the Browns uh, jersey reveal from and admittedly the, the that previous was horrible one, and that was bad, horrible. And, and this makes that look awesome. The only thing the only thing that's good about the Indians rebrand is that they cha- they 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 kept the colors. Yeah, they have three different fonts for their like like the the. The the Guardians is different than the Cleveland, yeah. Which is different than like if you look at the Guardians on the script that's going to go mm-hmm. above the scoreboard, the G is different than the G on the ba- the flying baseball, yep. And then the the new block C or whatever that looks like it's pinched, yep, is different. And I will say I don't like the C just itself like on like paper, but I've seen it on some hats and I actually like it better on like a three D like, a, like yeah. a like a real life shaped object, <laughs> yeah. So when anyway. I first saw that C, I hated that too. Anyway, yeah, yeah, not the point. See, again, this is how bad the game was. We're literally talking everything <laughs> but we, football. And we We're trying won. to avoid. And we about- won. I know. Ah. Uh, um. Uh. It's just gross. McMuffin had a bad day today. Missed a field goal. Missed a field goal. Missed had an, an extra had point. Had another one. Okay, blocked. I didn't see it properly because I was in the middle of dicking around with my YouTube TV. Uh, did it? Was it a true miss? Pause. On the extra point, or was it was it bad protection got snubbed? 
Like, did he get blocked or he got did blocked? He, he okay. was a guy up the middle. Guy. Did, I mean, he didn't get. But like, I, I, totally I, I don't through, know. Like, I don't know if if he kicked it low. I don't. I, I there's okay. no way of knowing. I didn't know if it was like unless you see like a side angle. I don't. Almost always, I'm not putting a blocked extra point on the kicker. You know what I mean? Like, if you took too long or or whatever, if if you kicked a bad angle for a lo- for a field goal, that's one thing. But blocked extra point usually to me sounds like protection issues. <sighs> To me, to back. me, yeah. to me, a blocked extra point is more egregious than like a blocked like sixty yarder, because a sixty yarder you have to hit it low yeah, to get enough power fair. on it. An extra point, a thirty-three yard extra point, just kick it up high in the air. Like who cares? Yeah. No. Yeah, and I mean, I get that with the angle, but I just mean like they're uh, so yeah, they're so bang bang in routine. Like unless the snap was yeah, horrible or the protection was like truly that bad, it, th- yeah. that should be automatic. And the field so. goal he didn't like he didn't like shank it and miss it by 30 yeah, he, yards. He he just went wide right. Yeah, it was a little bit wide right. And so that was not admit- kill him on admittedly it. a 46-yarder. It should be doable, but I understand there's a, bad, there's a there's a lot of room for error in, in a bad, bad weather. weather. Game. Yeah. yeah. In bad weather. So, so yeah, not, right. he it's it's not like he punted a 28-yard punt. Not his best game. Um uh another guy that I want to uh give a shout out to is uh of course uh, Batman, Nick yeah. Chubb, uh, 130 yards, had a receiving touchdown. I mean, after battling COVID, I know he's vaccinated, so I don't know how, but he missed a game because of it. So I don't know exactly how his, how his lungs were, how his stamina was, but the dude, uh, the pros pro man. Yeah. Just puts his head down and works. And, uh, I don't know what Stefanski was thinking about when, what, 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 when was it in the game? Was it? Was it the drive it was after the third drive oh. of the second half? Was it the drive, and it was just it was, uh it was thirteen to seven at the time. It was it was was it was right after the Lions scored that touchdown. I think. I believe so. Yes. Where the Browns came out, we knew Baker was hurt, and Stefanski goes pass, pass, pass. Three and out. When and you God have Baker Nick hit hard too. When you have Nick Chubb and Dearness Johnson, who was running well today in the sparing and the uh, the limited carries that he got, and you know your your quarterback is back. I I I, I, I just, just I'm sorry I'm sorry he's not above criticism anymore. No, our coach today was a moron. He's he's been- and I'm saying that what I actually don't think on as a whole I don't think his offensive game plan was was that bad. There were guys going open that Baker missed, but again, Baker's missing those guys predominantly because he has one leg and one arm. More head scratching play calling, to say the least. I mean, the biggest, the biggest, the biggest, uh, the biggest knock on Baker coming into the league. What was he? He's not very physically imposing, right? So if he doesn't have an advantage like a Josh Allen does with his physical stature. And you take half of that away, what are we doing? Yeah. I go back to it's a coach's and a training staff's job to protect players from themselves. Right, because Baker Baker could like the Cardinals game, when he when he legitimately broke his arm. Yeah. He went back into the game for a series. Mm-hmm. Is Stefanski like scared when of Baker? The score was mostly out of reach too. Like, I think is, it's even more egregious. Is is because a player, especially with Baker's attitude, and any player worth his salt is not going to come out of the game. You got to drag him off the field. Right. Is Stefanski scared of Baker? Like, I is he not confident in himself to look at Baker and say, "Like you're you're banged up. 
You're not helping us because you're banged up. Sit your ass on the bench, and we're going to go with Case, and we're going to win this game. Hmm. Like, I don't understand the dynamic. We had Baker after the Arizona game saying, oh, I'll, I'll decide whether I'm going to play or not. Like, bro, you're not the coach. Yeah. But does, does he think he's the coach? Because Stefanski won't stand up to him. I don't know. I don't know what goes on in that locker room. All I know is if you're a head football coach and you have eyes – you could tell today that Baker was not going to help you win because of what he's dealing with physically. Now, Baker haters and whatever, they can say what they want about, oh, you know, if it, if he's out there on the field, I don't want to hear about injuries, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Or that they say that even if he's healthy, he's not good enough. I think that's BS. He was one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL in the second half of last year. He had an 80% completion percentage through the first six quarters uh, of this season before he tore that labrum initially against Houston. Like, the injuries matter. I get it he's still on the field, but the injuries matter. Stefan, there's no sensible way that Baker should have been on that field today. None. None it whatsoever. It doesn't make sense in terms of Baker's health. It doesn't make sense in terms of the schedule. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, really, in any way, the guy's got. It, it doesn't. Like, like I understand. I understand that the torn labor and whatever is not going to get healthy until he has surgery after the season. I get that. So sitting him for that reason doesn't make sense. But when he's got a messed up knee and when he's got a heel bruise, which is I'm I I got a I've never had a heel bruise in my life. But when you're running back running back there and and you and as a quarterback your footwork is very dependent on your six or your success is very dependent on your footwork if you have a bruised heel you can't set your feet and you could watch a lot of the throws that Baker had he could he wasn't getting his feet set it looked like 2019 all over again one of the first things when Alex Van Pelt got hired he said about Baker that Baker's feet is too much Metallica and we need to be much more Mozart mm-hmm. he's too choppy and you know Baker he's helter skelter he's you know very erratic he's you know whatever a bruised heel is not going to help that he should not have played today 100% should not have played yeah he did play and he didn't play well so I can't I can't come on this podcast and say Baker's the guy whatever admittedly he looked horrible today but there are there's cause and effect there's reasons he's not healthy not healthy. And now we have to go into and I, and I, one like, of the most important games of the season. You don't think you don't think giving him a week off this week to heal his knee and his heel wouldn't have been beneficial going into the the biggest three week stretch of the entire season, Baltimore by Baltimore. These I, next two games against Baltimore are going to determine whether we go to the playoffs or not. Yeah, you know, I just go back to this, this whole power dynamic that you're talking about, Dan, between Baker and Stefanski, and then you, Ryan, talking about the, you know. Basically, if you lose this game, it, it's dynamite to the entire season. Right. You know, and the public perception of that. But the bottom line is, why are you risking a guy who's not healthy against a team that hasn't won a game this season? Did you really think that you could not win this game with Case Keenum? Uh, I, listen, I, that's, just, what it, that's just bizarre. That's, that's what it ends up feeling like. Apparently, I mean, they, they already, again, like you said already today, Dan, they already beat Denver. Who is a much better team with than Case Detroit. Keenum and without with Nick Case Chubb? Keenum. Yeah, yeah, you didn't have Nick Chubb that game. You either. didn't have Nick Chubb. You didn't have Kareem Hunt in that game. 
And you had you had Mopey McGee. And you had other guys out on defense in that game. You too. had Mopey McGee, Odell Beckham Jr., his uh, torpedo ass uh, out there. Who, by the way, went to the Rams and had two catches. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> Caused Matthew Stafford to throw an interception on the first drive of that game. Mm. <clears throat> Why? Oh, because he ran a 57-yard button hook. <laughs> He does like to freelance. Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. So, we'll wrap up a bow on this. Uh, I don't know. I, who would you say your star of the game was today? Nick Chubb. If I, I the would final whistle. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> None of the above. No, it's got to be Chubb, right? It, yeah. I, the only other guy I could see would be Denzel Ward. Agreed. That's the one guy I didn't bring up. I thought he played well. The interception was really nice. Um, and, again, he's playing against Tim Boyle at quarterback, and who the hell does Detroit have as receivers? But that interception was nice. I love how Gus Johnson actually made reference to one of his great calls today, which was when Denzel Ward made the uh, crazy screen blow up when he was playing in Ohio State. Yeah. And he went with the, you had barbecue and you didn't invite me, hurt my feelings. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> yeah. By the way, uh, Ohio State looked pretty good. Wow, did they do some not nice things to and Michigan uh, State? <laughs> to wrap to, to wrap to wrap this in with the Browns. Um, yeah, I'll take uh, Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson right now. Yeah, literally. Please, thank I, you. Either one. Yeah, I'll whichever sign, sign me. Whichever up. whichever one's there when the Browns pick in the draft. Yeah, I'll take I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm good with that. <laughs> Ideally, yeah. I probably would want Chris Olave better because I think he fits our offense better because he's more of a polished route runner. But I mean, Garrett Wilson. Yeah. Garrett Wilson does have the connection with Baker. They went to the same high school. They didn't play together. Yeah. But they went. To, they both went to Lake Travis in Austin. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I I know I know Michigan won big uh, as well. They were playing Maryland. Yeah. But almost all the almost all the top teams won big this week, except oddly enough for Oregon, who which, got which, stung by Utah. Which top team is not going to win next week? Who's, which time team is not going to win this Which week? top 10 team is guaranteed? Is, well, not guaranteed. There's no guarantee. But which top 10 team is not going to win next week? Most likely Michigan will not mm. win next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, who does... Um, Donna. Donna. <laughs> who does Bama Donna, have next week? Donna. Who does Bama have next week? Auburn. Who? Auburn. Okay. Yeah, the I mean, Iron Bowl. I mean, that's possible, but not. I Where's that game at? Likely. I, uh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I'm just I'm in, I'm intrigued to see how would love to see another kick six how how things shake <laughs> out yeah that would be fun well I, I Alabama I think is going to get trucked in the SEC title game by Georgia so I I don't think Alabama's making the t- making the playoff oh a two loss Alabama team still makes it. that would, no no well that would be Cincinnati would have to two loss Alabama's not getting in over Cincinnati. Oh, I bet they do. No, no boy, way. I sure as hell hope not. I would the hope Bearcats not. Deserve to be no, 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 I, I think no, no, and please don't mistake me. I would absolutely think it's a travesty, but the committee has such a hard on for the SEC, and particularly Bama. I would not be shocked if a two-loss Bama ends up like if they lose like gingerly to Georgia, like if they barely lose in the title SEC title game. I could absolutely. I still think it's their second loss. I I would personally agree with that. If Cincinnati, if Cincinnati was still hovering at like like say if Cincinnati was Notre Dame and there was no Cincinnati, like if they were still hovering around like seven or eight, I would agree with you. But as soon as Alabama loses to Georgia, Cincinnati's going to be in the top four anyway this week. Yeah, with Oregon losing. Yeah, I just so really, 
Alabama being in the playoff wouldn't knock Cincinnati out because they'd already be in. It would, it would something else would have to happen. Because the only way the Bearcats don't go in is if the Big Twelve champion ultimately passes them. Right, which I don't see happening because Oklahoma lost. Yeah. Yeah. Oklahoma State's sitting out there. Oklahoma State, possibly, yeah, but I, hmm. that would be the only thing. I, Alabama making it or not, I don't think does anything to Cincinnati. I think what Steve says is correct with the with the because if 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 Michigan wins over Ohio State, Ohio State Ohio is out, out and Michigan's in. Right. They're not going to take a two loss Ohio State team over Cincinnati. That no. correct. I agree which with that. which I will say, I'm a I'm not a diehard Ohio State fan. I went to Bowling Green, but they're an Ohio team, so I'm going to root for them, and it's the team I rooted for growing up. But. Cincinnati getting in the college football playoff and Ohio State not would be hilarious. That, that would be crazy. That would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. It would be a lot but of Buckeye fans. I don't think it's going to happen hurt. because I don't think Michigan can beat Ohio State. No, I really don't either. Uh, Jim Harbaugh has yet to win a big game, and I don't think it starts this week. No. Couldn't even beat Michigan State. Yeah, and then Ohio State beat him by 50. Yep. Absolutely. And oh, I tell you what. So, oh, the game was at Michigan State. No, no, no. Who cares? Shut up. I don't, I don't want to hear it. It was, it was, you call, you call them little brother and it, you can't beat them. Right. It was never close. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'm excited for, uh, Thanksgiving this year. I'm going to see my, uh, my cousins. Uh, they live in Cincinnati now, but they are from Michigan. My cousin and her husband met at Michigan State, mm. and they are Lions fans. Oh, God. <laughs> so they are probably not so stoked on me right now, and I'm going to be insufferable. <laughs> I'm going to get two beers in me, and I'm going to be so, More so on the Ohio State side, right? Because <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Us, us beating the Lions yeah. by three is not yeah. really something to brag Barely about. Barely escaping the Lions is not going to be the emphasis of my uh, shenanigans. By the way, Lions, Bears on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Welcome to the toilet bowl. There's always there's always got to be. I mean, well on uh, on Christmas we have it's Browns Packers, right? Yes. I, yeah, yeah. We're gonna get mollywopped on yeah. on Christmas Day. Yeah. The other two games on Thanksgiving are pretty Depends. good ones, actually. Oh, it's gonna the, be bad. Uh, the Raiders. Depends. Are probably. we gonna be are we gonna be uh, nine and five going to that game, or are we gonna be six and eight, or whatever? That that, that yeah, six and eight. More yeah. more of the latter. <laughs> um. Who else is on Ra- Thanksgiving? Ra- Raiders at Cowboys is the four thirty. That'll be and that should be a good the, game. The night game is is Buffalo at New Orleans. That'll be Cowboys. Cowboys Raiders, man, that is an all time Jersey game. Yeah, that should be a good game too. That'll talk be a, about, that'll be a fun one. Talk about great jerseys in that game. Yeah. Is that that game's in Dallas? I assume. Yes. Yeah. So hopefully Dallas wears their uh, um. They're little Giants jerseys that they that they break out <laughs> once or two once or two times uh, a year. Those are my favorite ever. The ones with the white shoulder, the mm-hmm. blue everywhere else. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just you know I'm not really a Cowboys fan. Love Dak, but man, though they they've got like best helmet, best jerseys. It's just the Cowboys do do that stuff right, oh. and it's hard. Navy blue and silver. I mean, you can't. How do you mess that up? True. But anyway. We're really getting off track. Yep, we again. went Cavs, and then we went college football. We've been all over the place. But anyway, bottom and line: bottom line is Browns. We've been lethar- lethargic. Well, yeah, lethargic. But we've been lamenting a thirteen to ten win. Browns moved to six and five. We're gonna go around the NFL here in a minute. Uh, Browns Sunday night football in Baltimore next Sunday. Who knows the status of Baker Mayfield? I I would imagine if he didn't sit out this game, I don't think that I. Like I said, you'd have to drag him off the field. And yeah, I mean, about Lamar Jackson's status either. Uh, exactly. So, 
who knows? And then, you know, tonight we've got – no, we'll get into it uh, uh, around the NFL. But um, the Bengals and Ra- – we, we, our other two division – opponents one is in progress right now the other one is sunday night football so we'll see where we stand uh at the end of the night but yeah let's go around the nfl ryan i think i cut you off what you were about to say uh oh the only way browns that we, are poopy yeah the only way that we beat the ravens next week is if there is no lamar jackson i'm i'm booking now the only way i don't know i don't know miles garrett might uh might call for four sacks he can call for whatever the hell he wants. I'd rather him just shut up and do it. But I, yeah, Preach. I. Miles Garrett I, must not have AT and T because his call's not going through. Hey, <laughs> no, he's, yeah, I, no. You I, know what he doesn't have? He doesn't have Hulu. Have live sports. Yeah. Oh man. God. Apparently now just YouTube TV. So. We're, we're we're talking. By the way, we're talking about this. A guy has got like 13 sacks. I know he is like leading. He's the leading defensive player of the year but, candidate. We're bitching about him. No. Oh, swine Browns fans can't make, have nice Make things. a play. Yeah, make a play, Miles. Yeah, okay. So I've been waiting to make this point, actually. Yeah. I know we're getting deep in the show, but do we have a right to be – I almost just swore myself. Do we have a right to be complaining this much after a win? Yeah. Really? This was supposed to be a team that could contend for a Super Bowl. And, I think, and we squeaked by an asshole hair against the Lions. I think if <laughs> – I said what I said. I <laughs> – this, we were supposed no, seriously. We were supposed to contend. I think if we if I think if we didn't get uh, housed by the Patriots like we did last week, I don't think this would hurt us much. Yeah, is everybody just still down after last week? Is that why we're all still just kind of in a state of? Well, I I expect I I I wanted to be able to just forget the Patriots game ever happened because you you know we 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 did essentially the same thing the Patriots did to us. We did to the Bengals the week before. And then if you bookend that with a dominant performance against the Lions, you could say, okay, the Patriots game was just an aberration. Let's just throw it away. But I think a lot of our issues got exposed against the Patriots, and they were just brought more to light against a crappy-ass opponent in the Lions. Hmm. We would have won the game today 30-10. to 10. Would we be overly jubilant? No, we would be, oh, okay, it was the Lions. But we would be talking about the fact that we did what we were supposed to do. Now, ultimately, we did what we were supposed to do by beating the Lions, but we looked like dog crap doing it. Mm. So, for me, that's where the over-criticalization comes in. So, I guess this is, you know, whichever way you want to go on this. I mean, if you just have the opinion, like I generally do, that, you know, a game is pass-fail, you know. We didn't score in the second half. Compared to this game with, say, uh, I'll just use the, the complete opposite, the Chargers game. Browns put on a show, put up 42 points, but couldn't stop the Chargers' defense and or offense, and they end up losing on the final possession. You know, yeah. that was a much, much more r- aesthetically pleasing game than this one was. But you lost that game by three or five, actually, and you, then you lose. But you win this one. Yeah, I so, mean that's true. That's an interesting oh, I, point. I'd, I'd rather have this game. I'm almost through. My, by the way, I'm almost through my second uh, Christmas sale. My feet are tingling. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Festivus! Hey. <laughs> We're we are we are airing our grievances. There, yeah, I have several. The airing of grievances. All right, let's go around the NFL. Okay, so the picture in the AFC is just Drunk. crazy. Drunk. Honestly, <laughs> it's just flat out ridiculous. Let's start with Thursday night. The Patriots, who are the hottest team in the NFL right now. Yeah, Dunce capped me on that they, one. They pound the Falcons twenty five. I'm not to picking. Nothing. I'm not picking the Falcons the rest of the year. <laughs> I picked them to cover against Dallas, and they lost forty three to three or something. <laughs> and then I. 
And then I picked them to I picked them to cover against New England. Same spread. I think it was well, no, they were my, they were plus eight against Dallas. They're plus seven against New England. <laughs> I don't know. I'm done picking the Falcons. The Falcons. So the Patriots are seven and four now, and because oh, of here's another thing. Here's a we did this last week, Steve. Yeah. Uh, another thing uh, added wrinkle to this segment. I want to also go. Th- Especially in the games that are already decided. Yes. I want to go through our picks while you announce the. Okay. Well, so I'll bring those up. Okay. So all I know is that I took New England. I'm yeah. You two took New England. I took the Falcons. Yes. Okay. So. Oh, great. There's 400 in game tweets. I can't find it. I will say <laughs> that that result was very significant because in the one o'clock window today, Buffalo laid a complete and utter <laughs> egg at home, losing to Indianapolis, who, by the way, Indianapolis looks pretty darn good all of a sudden. Yeah, we all got didn't that one start, wrong. I was didn't so they start zero three. Yeah, yeah, I was so close to picking the Colts in this game, but I can't credit myself because ultimately I, I pulled a Stefanski and I wussed out. <laughs> so, so we all we all lost three, that one after an zero three start. Indianapolis is now six and five. Is it? And then hold on, let's lead right into the next game. Nashville, the Titans lay an egg today. They lose at home to the woeful Texans, 22-13. to 13. Another one I got wrong. And that was a – all three were incorrect, I believe, also. Yeah. yeah. So is it is it crazy to think that Indianapolis could somehow still come from behind and win the AFC South? No, it's, it's not Two crazy. Two games down. They're, it's possible. Titans lose today. Indy they have one more head-to-head, right? I believe Tennessee won the first I think so. meeting. And I think they get one more, yeah. They I mean, it, oh yeah, they're they're still very much. I mean, they got they got a little work to do, but they're they're getting hot and Tennessee's skidding. I mean, it's I mean, it's that, possible for that sure. That looked like a race that was totally dead and buried. At, not anymore. I mean, crazy that. Um, redirecting back toward the AFC North here. Okay, um, we we have to talk about this one because there's a little bit of controversy on this one. Go ahead and tell the score. Okay, so the the Bears. Andy Dalton comes off the bench because Justin Fields is not playing well. Yeah. He throws two touchdown passes. Yeah. Bears have the lead on the final drive of the game, but Under two minutes their left. defense did not come through when they needed to. The Ravens go all the way down 75 yards and score. They win 16-13, to 13, which okay. means that the Ravens are 7-3. and three. Here's the controversy. The Bears do cover, though, which means that I'm happy. Here's the controversy. I, I need to ask you a question, Steve, and answer honestly. When you picked this game, did you know if Lamar Jackson was playing or not? I had to – well, actually, I would – there was a text about Lamar Jackson being sick, which tipped me off. That well, everybody everybody playing. knew he was sick going in, but he was questionable whether he was going to be able to play or not. I assumed that he was not playing when I so made here, the So here's, here's the issue. When we made our picks, it was under the assumption that Lamar could still play, mm-hmm. and the, the Bears were getting four and a half. Mm-hmm. Once Lamar was announced out, that line moved to Bears plus one, and that's what Steve sent me was plus one. The Bears lost by three. Wow. So you and I, when we made our picks, we We, technically win because we had – we had Bears plus four and a half. Uh, you, that's only you. I'm, I'm, I'm wrong no matter what. I took Baltimore minus okay, four and a half. Okay, okay. This has got to be the first instance of this ever, then, yeah. because you guys yeah. made the picks in the 11 o'clock hour. I didn't make the picks until the 12 o'clock hour today. Yeah, so you sent me Chicago wow. plus one. So this is, this is a case of um, – because the, there, there, was, there was some sports books I read that took this game completely off the board. But 
I saw somebody tweet saying that a couple days ago, he when when uh, Lamar was like they trending towards playing, they thought he was playing. Some guy got the got the Bears plus eleven and a half. Wow. So he cashed that ticket because he bet it when he bet it. Yeah. Yeah. So Steve, I, I don't know. I don't get. I guess I don't get it right then. Okay. And that's. I just I I just want to talk that amongst us to make sure we got that. Yeah. So I'm I'm wrong no matter what. So I'm yeah I'm fine. <laughs> and I and I'm right no matter what. Right. Yeah. Interesting, Ryan, that you took Baltimore and I took Chicago and we both got the game wrong. That's got to be the first time that's ever happened. <laughs> that is, yeah, that, yeah. That, that is hilarious. True. We're all losers here. Not I. <laughs> yeah, right. Not I, exclaimed Dan. I, this is me making up for the for the for being an idiot and picking against New England right now. Yeah, there you go. Speaking of idiot picks, no. me taking Jacksonville today. Yeah, maybe not your best. That move. was wow. Forty <laughs> ers all over the Jaguars. Thirty. Oh, I took. Oh, I took Jacksonville too. Oh well, then you're an idiot too. <laughs> All right. What's up, so dummies? Yeah, dunce cat me over here. <laughs> yeah. So, 49ers win that Friggin one. Jaguars idiot. fall to two and eight. Um, it was a reunion for uh, Cam Newton today. Cameron Newtown for the Panthers, and actually uh. started off well as he ran for a touchdown and and threw for one as well. But the Panthers' defense did not come through today. The football team wins 27-21 in Charlotte. I almost took Washington, and, and I got sucked into the Cam Newton hype. Damn it! I took Carolina. I, 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 I almost took – this is the one that I was mad about my, for I, myself. Yeah, I, I didn't take Washington because Chase Young went out for the year last week. That was, the, that was ultimately my deciding factor. I was like, well, I kind of like the idea of Washington, blah, yeah. blah, 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 but Cam Newton is back, and it's exciting, and rah, rah, and no Chase Young. And So, so, Steve, I, so Steve got that one right, yep. me and Ryan both got that wrong. Yep. So – that's a devastating loss for the Panthers because they would have been six and five if they would have won today. Instead, they're now five and six. Uh, Washington is now four and six. Speaking of teams coming back from the dead, Philadelphia wins with another forty-point outburst from their offense today. They Crazy. beat the Saints forty to twenty-nine. Ryan got that right. Steve and I got that wrong. Um, that's actually, believe it or not, the Eagles are five and six. That's the first time they've won at home this season. Interesting. All their other wins have been on the road. The Saints continue to be exactly what we have said all along. They just, you know, they either show up or they don't. Mm. And this time is their defense that didn't show up. So uh, I believe they're at 500 now after that after that result. Yeah, you know, the NFC is getting to be almost as schizophrenic as the AFC. And, and we'll go to the best played game of the 1 o'clock window, which was in Minneapolis, yeah. where the 8-2 and two Packers, much like the 8-2 and two Titans, they fall today. Uh, wow. Their defense didn't come through at all today. Uh, big day offensively for the Vikings. Kirk Cousins, what Dalvin final? cooking through. 34-31, uh, to 31, the Vikings over the Packers. Steve got that one right. That's a big That's a big win. That is a big one. I mean, when you're only we both like got that wrong. out of nine, right, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. everyone's a big win, I guess. Right. True. <laughs> We're right there with you, man. We're bad I week. mean, none of us got more than four right in the 1 o'clock window, I don't think. Ooh. Only other game I haven't mentioned so far, um, Miami Dolphins, they go to the Meadowlands. They defeat the Jets 24-17. to um, I didn't have the confidence to pick Miami. I thought they were going to have, wow. have a letdown this week. Out of all of Baltimore. us, Steve was the only one not to pick the they Dolphins. The Jets. Uh, that's actually the second week in a row I've taken the Jets, and they've disappointed me. So I guess never again. And you're surprised? I thought the Jets my, disappoint more I than the Browns Miami, do. I thought Miami was going to lay an egg today. Hmm. I, I really did. 
but they did not. They it was through. a big emotional win for them against uh, Baltimore. I not only week. took them, I started Tua in fantasy. Oy. <laughs> It could have gone worse. Must have been on a bye. <laughs> yeah, I didn't trust Russell Wilson because he was coming. He's coming back from injury, and so far that's turned out to be a good move. He's got four fantasy Whoa. points at the half. Yeah, interesting. You mentioned that the Seahawks playing at home against the Cardinals. The Cardinals are up thirteen to six right now with about a minute left. In are the you quarter. kidding me? <laughs> they're starting Colt McCoy again, and they're beating Seattle with in, Russ in Seattle. Boy, <laughs> everything the Cardinals touch turns to gold this year, pretty much. You know, you know, you, you know what that's recipe for? Them losing the first playoff game that they play. Uh, very possible. Very yeah. possible. Which will be on wild card weekend probably unless they get the number one seed. Well, I mean, Green Bay losing today definitely helps the that's true because they lo- uh, Arizona lost head-to-head to Green Bay earlier. That is true. Uh, Ryan, Ryan has Arizona. I have Seattle, and Steve has Arizona. I just thought Colt McCoy, like, I mean, this was a situation you'd figure Arizona, but I've been burned too many times picking against Arizona. Yeah, so. that's kind of where I was. I was all the way against them early in the year, and they whooped my yep. ass so many times. I'm, I've learned my lesson. And I tell you what, now watch Seattle's going to have some insane second half resurgence and screw me no matter what. It doesn't matter. I, I suck at pick them. <laughs> I feel like I started the year on a pretty decent clip. and it's You been, keep it's saying been, that, but we're all within like four games of each other. That is fair. You and Steve are we're, tied. Yeah, we're tied. Yeah, and like what, like a game or two behind I'm you? Like, Couple, yeah, or like, like two or three behind two you. Or three, top. I'm yeah, like two or three so ahead of you. one ahead on the live standings. I'm right barely, now. I'm barely making money this year. You guys are, you guys are dead even. Like even, yeah. Or just under. You yeah. were, you were, you guys were both 68 and 68 last week. But every single one of us went five and three. We had a bad, yeah, yeah. Five nine. or five and nine. Sorry, five and three. What the hell am I talking? Truck <laughs> numbers are hard. <laughs> two other two games going on. Yeah. Two other games going on. The airing too many window, grievances. And these are good games. Uh, Cincinnati is playing at the Death Star against the Raiders Cincinnati. right now. Right now, the Bengals are leading ten to six early in the third quarter. F that. So you know, this is to me this result the Raiders, doesn't matter too much because. The Raiders and the Bengals are both battling with the Browns in terms of you know wild card position. So yeah, but I would all, I would always rather have a non division team win than division team win. Yeah. I would like the Raiders. Browns team. will see both of these teams later on too. Right. Yeah. But sorry, I'd love for the Raiders. No, I was I'd love for the Raiders to win, but I I pick Cincy in this one. I I think I mean it was like a one and a half point spread. It's 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 damn near a toss up. So I yeah, you guys both took Cincy. I took the Raiders. So. I would, the Raiders have already helped us twice within the division. They beat the Ravens and they beat the Steelers. Steelers. This would be the trifecta. Yeah, be nice. So they I'd can, happily be wrong. I'd sacrifice my pick'em streak for a, a real life uh, loss for an opponent. And then the other game that's going on right now, staying in the AFC West, the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Dallas Who Cowboys. Who owned the Chiefs? That's the more or less the game of the week, and the Chiefs are taking care of business in this one right now, leading 16-3 to against Dallas. They're at the two-minute warning of the first half. You know, Dallas can put points on the board in a hurry, just like Kansas City can, so I don't know if any lead's really secure in this game, but uh, mm. Kansas City wins this game. They'll go to 7-4. and four. If Dallas were to win this game, they actually go atop the NFC. I just and realized. If, if Arizona loses, too. Arizona is looking good right now too but you know that just goes to show you that with with green bay losing you know that really opens things up a lot more uh for dallas you know again because we, we've been talking about arizona and green bay being basically one two this whole time dallas is right there if they can find a way to somehow come back in this game but anyway uh going to the night game here 
I just realized I didn't I didn't tweet that as part of my lineup hmm. on Twitter. I I took the I took the Chiefs minus two and a half, but I didn't hmm. tweet it. I must have missed that one. Oh well, we'll take your word for it. I believe you. Going to the night games, this is actually kind of an important one too. The Steelers playing on the road at SoFi Stadium against the Chargers. Go Chargers! The Chargers have looked like garbage in recent weeks. They're I don't care. I, 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 now, Steelers now, five three and one. So this is a this is a big game right here. Now, uh, obviously, um, both of these teams are right in it with us. So I guess I go back to the old, you know, never root for division opponents over. Uh, wild card opponents, but I don't know. Steelers but, have that half game edge, also because of the tie. I will. I will never, ever, and I know Steve and I have fought about this. Ever, ever, ever pick, even like like. Listen, here's the scenario, and this isn't playing out today. This is just this is what Steve and I have fought fought over for years. Mm-hmm. Say it's the end of the year, and in order for the Browns to get in the playoffs, the Steelers would have to win whoever they were playing. Week 18 this year, Browns are playing against Cincinnati. They need a win. Steelers are playing against Baltimore. We need the Steelers to beat the Ravens. That would be the scenario. Okay, that's different because they're going up against the Ravens. (laughs) If it was a random-ass team, you're you I'm, can't have it within yourself to root for the Steelers. I'm not rooting if if it if, happens. Let's just say like if let's just say if this game was the last week, if it was Chargers, Steelers, I last game of the season, and the Chargers need to lose, meaning Steelers need to win. I don't care if the Steelers are two and fourteen and they had no chance of going to the playoffs. I'm never rooting for mm. the Steelers. So yeah, I would disagree. I would pull I, for the Steelers if it if it means the Browns get in the playoffs. Then I, would I do blame it. the Browns for putting me in that position to have to root for the Steelers. I agree with that, but I'd still do it. Nope. Whatever gets us in the playoffs. Let's say this. I would not outwardly do it. Fair. Maybe in the inside. Say if it were to happen and the Browns were to go to the playoffs because of it, I would be like, thank you, Schittsburg. <laughs> but but I will not be watching I will not be watching that Steelers game be like, Yeah, Ben, throw that touchdown pass to <laughs> Chase Claypool. <laughs> TJ Watt sack. Yes. Let's go. Never. Ever, ever, <laughs> ever. Fair. You one of those never games see where I, I think I just threw up in my mouth a little yeah. bit listening to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those games where I want yeah. it to be like uh, from Batman, where like the the stadium blows up and they all fall into the earth. <laughs> <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait, wait! What's a lovely, lovely voice? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, Bane needs to show up. <laughs> Steelers, Ravens. Uh, anyway, the yeah. Monday night game is Giants at the Buccaneers, and. Ryan didn't feel good earlier because he took the Giants. So, so. Not, I, I certainly don't think they're going to win, but I just – I mean, they're getting 11 points. That's that's the reason why I went with it. Because, I mean, the Bucks just lost to the uh, football team, so they could do that thing where they're pissed and they come back out and they win by a million. I don't think Tom loses two bad teams in a row. I don't think he does either, but they could, but again, they, to your but point, they could sneak out a win to your barely. Point. Yeah, I mean, could they win twenty four fourteen? Sure, yeah. and that's a win for I, you. I picked, uh, yeah, I picked. I just squarely it, off the. the I think spread, it's yeah, not like because I think the Giants are. going to I think it's more win. likely Tom's going to you know do what he does. You know, we talked about um, the mindset. Yeah. I can't remember if I talked about that with St- or was that you last week? I talked about with Baker's mindset versus Tom Brady's oh, mindset. Oh yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I just think Tom's just going to try and just not only that. 
Well, Danny Nichols again, is a again, bum. Well, again, with the Tom Brady mindset, who are who's the team that beat? Who's the team that's only beaten him in the Super Bowl and the team that's beaten him twice? Well, not yeah, the only Giants. Team. But who's the team that's beaten him twice in the Super Bowl? Yeah, he, he the hates, Giants. He hates them. Yeah, the Giants and the Eagles. I think are the, the Eagles. Yeah, yeah. The AF, the the NFC least. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I think I think Tom's going to try and bury them this week. I think you're right. I just think that you I could be right. 11, for whatever reason, I just listen, went with the numbers. Eleven po- double digit points is always a ton in the NFL. The two teams that had double digit. Uh, were favorites by double digits today. One of them lost outright. The other one was the Browns, who won by three. So neither one of them covered. Ugh. Numbers are weird, man. <laughs> Says the math. We teacher. could be the Titans today. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, before we get out of here, early predictions for next Sunday night. Sunday night football, by the way. Get our asses handed to us. We're gonna eat shit on live television. Oh. It's gonna be bad. Oh God. <laughs> oh. I've got none faith. None. Steve, do you, can you provide any sort of positivity? Because I know where I'm going. The, the Ravens stink just as bad as the Browns do right now. No. I, I mean, they, they Ooh, barely no. got snuck by Chicago today. They lost Listen. to Miami the week before that. Listen. Honestly, this game's a coin flip to me. I, I, if, I have to, if I have to pick it, I guess I'll go with Baltimore because they've been very hard to beat in their stadium this year, but... I mean, to me, it's a coin flip game. I keep getting the hiccups. Oh, um, all right. So, I'm going to go. I'm going to go to the grave with this. That I think the Baltimore Ravens are one of the worst teams in football. With if you take Lamar Jackson off their roster. That being said, I I'm done hating Lamar Jackson because I don't think he's good. I went into the season still saying, I don't think he's a very good quarterback. I don't, you know, throwing the ball, whatever, blah, 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 blah. I'm done doing that. I'm I'm still hating him because he plays for the Ravens. There's well, this whole thing on social media that says, oh, I can't, like, everybody gets mad when I say something nice about Lamar Jackson. Yeah, no shit. He plays for the Ravens. I don't root for the Ravens. Just like, just like I don't take any Steelers in fantasy football. Has that maybe cost me a fantasy football game over the 10, 15 years I've played fantasy football? Probably. But it's the principle of the matter. The same reason why I won't root for the Steelers or the Ravens if it ends up helping us out. I don't like Lamar Jackson because he plays for the Ravens. Great quarterback. He's one of the one of the leaders for MVP this season. Great. Awesome. He plays for the Ratbirds. I hate him. I'm so sick and tired of this. People like on social media saying, oh, Lamar Jackson, he's great. I can't say anything good about him because he plays for the Ravens. Duh, you're a Browns fan. Why are you so concerned about praising Lamar Jackson? You think people in Philadelphia are praising Dak Prescott? Oh, or you think people in God. Chicago are praising Aaron Rodgers? This, 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 this drives me crazy. I recognize Lamar Jackson's a great talent. I've said no, over and over and over and over and over again, he's the greatest athlete to ever play the position of quarterback, and that includes Michael Vick. But I hate him mm-hmm. because he plays for the Ravens. I would hate him even more if he played for the Steelers. I'm just kidding. I hate both of those teams equally. <laughs> but this thing about, you know, there's gonna, we're going to be watching that game on Sunday night, and like you're going to have Browns fans on there like, and Lamar Jackson runs for a 65-yard touchdown run. They're going to be like, 
oogling over him. Oh. You know what I'm going to be doing? Throwing my beer against a freaking wall in my <laughs> family room. <laughs> oh, Lamar Jackson, he's so talented. He's so good. Look at him smile on the sidelines. He's just such a lovable guy. Screw that. <laughs> All right. I'm, I had to get that out of there before before it inevitably happens on Sunday night. Yeah, and it will. Because yeah. it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be those people, oh, how can you not love that guy on the sideline? He plays for the Ravens. <sighs> All right. We didn't answer the question of who's going to win the game. <sighs> God. Ravens. As great as that rant was. <laughs> as I strong have, as that was. <laughs> I have no – I, ha- like Ryan said, I have – Ryan says about the defense, I have no faith in the Browns, like, defense. I think you tweeted that this morning uh-huh. or something. <sighs> Do you have more faith in the Browns' defense or the Browns' offense right now? Boy, I have more faith in Russian roulette. <laughs> yes. So everybody likes to complain about the defense. <laughs> You're not wrong. That? No, that's a I great point. Th- I mean, I have no faith in the Browns' offense. I don't know. Right I don't now. know if you've seen this. I don't know if you've seen this episode of The Office, but it's with Win- Will Ferrell, and they're talking about Russian roulette. And he oh goes, no! He goes, time to spin the chamber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much where we're at. No, and and you make a great point. Seriously, you do, because as much uh, shit as Joe Woods has taken this year, and as much grief as the the defense has caused us. What has the offense really given us oh, in, in recent weeks? The to, offense to is be, broken. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely broken. And I think hey, it, I have an idea. We should do more tight end reverses. That'll solve it. <laughs> we didn't even bring that up. What was that? Notoriously sp- speedy da- uh, David Ajoku. In what, what world? Earth was it's, that, and credit to him, he got four yards on the play. The fact that he got like three or four yards was honestly a miracle. But we he ran broke two tackles, didn't he? We ran an end around to a tight end, not it's, Kyle Pitts, not not one it's of these just, it's old, another like example. uber athletic tight ends. And and again, we're just getting too cute. David and Joku's very athletic as a tight end. He's very athletic vertically. Yeah, he's not exactly not, a burner. Yeah, he's not going to run a five a four five forty. That's, what are we the kind, doing? that's the kind of thing we need, like an Anthony Schwartz. There was a, or a I, don't, I don't know if you saw this on Twitter. There's that. There was that video of uh, Kevin Stefanski. It was the uh, third down and one oh, play. Oh, what the f are we doing? It was a third down and one play where Chubb got tackled three yards behind the line, and then Kevin Stefanski was seen on the sidelines walking. He's like, "What the f- are we doing?" Yeah. I could ask you the same question, Coach. What yeah. the f are you doing? We do weird things with the play calling, and I love him. And it's we're at the point. Where it's it's becoming indefensible. Right. The one thing that he does, and you, I said it, I said it a couple weeks ago. He's not above reproach anymore. I don't care that he won Coach of the Year last year. That's not helping us right now. There's things that happen from game to game, whatever. But the one consistent thing I continue to see, and it happened again today, is when the Browns are like tied or ahead in the second half. We tend to throw the ball way more than we should, and we should be pounding it oh, with the you run. Mean, you mean like after the and, Lions score a touchdown and we right, come out and throw it three that, straight times? That's exactly my point, and this Ugh. has happened in many, many games. I'm starting to think that they are purposely trying to keep the running backs more or less on a pitch count so that we have them and that they are fresh come late December and but, January. But, I'm, I'm really starting to think that that is yeah. what's going on. I don't necessarily disagree with you, but it's like – yeah, I guess, but also like to do that when our quarterback is literally like Frankenstein, like he's ta- like <laughs> like duct tape and bird shit is holding him together right now. Like Baker is literally and metaphorically hanging by a thread. 
And so I hear you, but it's like what you're telling me the corral, like the best running back room in football. We need to worry about pitch counts, but Baker Mayfield, who's like on life support. It is, doesn't make is, any sense. Is, I'm not saying it's yeah, right. No, I, I know. Yeah, I know you're not defending it. It's just it's this is what I'm saying. Kevin Stefanski is not above reproach anymore. He's not. Nope. It. I think Baker Baker threw the ball like 30 times today. Why? And he, okay, you don't want to give. We didn't have to pass the ball one time in the second half. No, we didn't have to pass it one time. Well, we did, and we scored zero points in the second half. Ta-da. Against the Lions. The last drive of the game was the best drive of the game. There was no passing. Yeah. Run, 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 run. Victory formation. And okay, and it's not even like we threw because we were behind. No, we, we were never behind. We never, we were never behind in this game. Oh and I'll say this. Like, okay, I get it. You don't want to run the ball. You don't want to run Nick Chubb 30 times because he's just coming off COVID. And like what you said, Steve, you want to – well, I, we're, we're, we're firmly in the stretch run now. It's not like, oh, we want to save him for the stretch run. Every week from here on out because of what they did the first half of the season is the stretch run. But if you're worried about and Chubb, then, that was part of the plan. then use Johnson and use Felton. Yeah, here's the thing. Dearness De- Johnson, five carries today. You don't want to Dumb. run. You don't want to run Nick, Nick Chubb. Fine, Dearness Johnson. When he's when, in games that he's played, where Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt didn't play, in, in every other game, he had 150 yards and 99 yards. Why isn't he getting the ball more? He's the most elite third string running back in the history of the NFL. If if Kareem Hunt <laughs> comes back healthy and you have Nick Chubb next week, fine. I get not giving Dearness Johnson the ball. You have Chubb and Hunt. You have Chunt. That's that's the best running back room in the NFL. But Dearness Johnson was playing the Kareem Hunt role uh, today. Five carries, 25 yards, 26 yards, average 5.2 yards a carry. I, Nick Chubb, 22 carries. I like that. 22 carries is good because it's not usually like Derrick Henry is usually around like 30. And not to say that Derrick Henry got overused and you have all those carries and that's what led to his foot injury that's keeping him out the rest of the season. But that's – Derrick Henry – has a ton of carries every week. 22 carries is pretty good. That's not a lot. That's not, you know, we lament a lot of times when Nick Chubb gets like 15 carries. Like when Nick Chubb gets like 15 carries, 105 yards. You know, if maybe he would have gotten 22 carries in some of those games. He would have had 150 yards. Yeah. 22 carries, 130 yards. Uh, he had two catches for 14 yards, and he had the touchdown. That's fine, but... Dearness Johnson needs to run the ball more, or if he's going to be back next week, which hopefully he is, Kareem Hunt. Baker Mayfield threw the ball 29 times today. That's absolutely asinine against the Detroit Lions when you had the lead the entire game. Yeah. And he threw the ball 30 times. And 30 times isn't a, isn't a ton. It's not a lot. But if you have the lead the entire game and you know your quarterback is banged up and you have Nick Chubb in the lineup and you have Dearness Johnson who's proven to be a serviceable running back, we shouldn't have been throwing the ball more than 20 times. If you were insistent on Baker Mayfield playing, even though he has ha- he has one arm and one leg, him throwing 30 times is is egregious and it's irresponsible and it's reckless. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not absolving Baker Mayfield of everything. He played bad. He played poorly. The interception he threw over Jarvis's head was one of the worst interceptions he's ever thrown. But I I've said this numerous times about his time management and his fourth down play calls and going for it and stuff. 
Kevin Stefanski has a reckless streak in him. And most of the time when he decides to be reckless and he decides to go for it and he decides to play players that maybe are injured that they shouldn't, very rarely does it work out for him. Our fourth down percentage on offense is probably the worst in the NFL. We'd have to go back and look at the numbers, but it hasn't been good. It seems like every time we go for it on fourth down, Baker's bottom, getting sacked. Bottom quarter at least, yeah. And don't even get me started on defense. Yeah. So, anyway, we just morphed back into the first half of the show. Yeah. So, well, hey. But, yeah. So. It's a W in the book, and. Uh, yeah, somehow, we're on, we're some way. Hey, I don't know how you guys found a win within this show, but somehow it happened. Uh, six and five, Browns will play on Sunday Night Football uh, next week in Baltimore mm. with the division on the line, really. I mean, if the Browns win that game, they're in very good shape. And not only are they in great shape for the AFC North, I mean, this sounds ridiculous based on what we saw today, but the entire conference number one seed may not be outside them. Yeah. Given what's going on in Buffalo, in Nashville, and in some of these other places. Well, Kansas City looks pretty good right now against Dallas. Uh, New England looks like th- New England looks like Tom Brady's back on the team. Kickers, and I'm not those. saying that means Mac Jones looks like Tom Brady. I'm saying that Bill Belichick is coaching his ass off. He's get, yeah, he's getting his groove back. I mean, Kansas their City, defense looks incredible. Kansas City, they've given up seven points in the last two games. Are playing the best of any teams in the AFC right now, but both of them have already lost four times. New England so. has pitched a goose egg in the last seven quarters. The only touchdown they've, the only touchdown, the only points that they've given up the last two games was the first drive of the Browns game. First drive. After that, nothing. They shut out the Falcons on uh, Thursday night. So anyway, this is a crazy long episode, but we uh, we had a lot to talk about. So uh, that's going to do it for us. Uh, for Ryan and Steve, I'm Dan. We got LOTL coming up at Saucy Brew Works on Tuesday. Uh, be sure if you guys want to come hang out. Come hang out. Uh, I'm not sure where in Saucy we're going to be doing our episode, but you can find us. It's not a really big place. We'll so, figure it out. <laughs> uh, like I said, for Ryan and Steve, I'm Dan. You've been listening to the LOTL Browns postgame show. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast, and we will see you guys uh, next week. Not sure exactly when we're going to record next week because it's Sunday Night Football, so mm, yeah. we'll have to figure that out. I'll be a problem. Sunday night fo- <laughs> it's Sunday Night Football <laughs> after a holiday. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Uh, Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. See you. Bye.